1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven the number two save dot org is their website. Week nine of high school football, you gotta have scores, scores, and more scores. He's the star of our show because he has all the scores. It's Network Indiana's Sam Fritz.
0: Scores, scores, and more scores is what I plan to bring to you folks we got a five minute update here let's get some audio from some high school football that just rash- wrapped up recently Hamilton Southeastern and Brownsburg here's the final score that put it in the bag for Brownsburg they went they won their game 21 to 14 this was a rushing touchdown to give them the 21 point Total.
2: Now it's more of
3: a light ring compared to a heavy rain. Brownsburg left hash 940 to go. Cheryl tries to find the end zone. He dives for it and he is in for his 22nd touchdown of the season. Brownsburg now leading over Hamilton Southeastern 20 to 7.
0: That was the last score for Brownsburg's win, and that was courtesy of 107.5, the fan affiliate station. Other scores from around the league: North White beats West Central 20 to 18. Warsaw defeated North Ridge 24 to 10. Peru had it easy tonight against Manchester; they walked off the field with a 52 to 6 win. Lawrence North defeats Pike 21 to 6. Concord beats Plymouth 46 to 6. A couple of zero score games: Bloomington South beats Seymour 47. 47- to 0. North Vermilion beats Seeger 26 to 0. Pendleton Heights handles Shelbyville 28 to 6. South Adams defeats Southern Wells decisively 48 to 3 in that game. Springs Valley beat North Davies 50 to 14. And Sullivan kept West Vigo scoreless 48 to 0. Triton beats Winnemac 35-6. Tri-West beats Southmont, 21-7. to Mishawaka and Wawasee, two fun high schools to say back-to-back. Mishawaka were the winners, 41-22. to Westfield defeated Franklin Central, 28-19. Adams Central beat Woodland, 45-6. Back up to the top of the alphabet here. Anderson and Sport were on the field. Logansport walked off the winners 34-27. to Angola and Eastside had a low-scoring game, but Angola walked off with the win 14-3. South Vermilion beat Attica 48-0, and Batesville defeats Connorsville by a large margin 55-14. Speaking of large margins, East Noble in their victory over Belmont, 70-7. Real quick before we get into more scores, college football tomorrow all. all. All of the Indiana colleges have some big games on their hands. The Purdue Boilermakers return home after losing to the Iowa Hawkeyes last Saturday 21-14. The Boilermakers are hoping to rebound. By beating the Ohio State Buckeyes, the third-ranked nationally undefeated 5-0, Ohio State Buckeyes are going to be in West Lafayette taking on the Purdue Boilermakers. That game kicks off tomorrow at noon. Speaking of noon kickoffs and tough games, it's the Indiana Hoosiers against the Michigan Wolverines. They're going to be in Michigan with the Wolverines currently nationally ranked 2nd Since 1968, the Hoosiers have only beat the Wolverines twice, most recently in 2020. So let's hope recent history is in the Hoosiers' favor tomorrow at noon when that game gets underway. Finally, when it comes to major Indiana colleges, you have the Notre Dame Fighting Irish back in South Bend looking to defend their home turf against the USC Trojans. Notre Dame is still nationally ranked 21st. They're going up against the 10th ranked Trojans, but this is going to be a tough one. Not only are the Trojans by record a better team, but Notre Dame is coming off what I think many people would consider to have been an upset in Louisville, losing to the Louisville Cardinals 33-20. Again, Notre Dame and USC tomorrow kicking off at 7.30pm in South Bend. And finally, before I leave you off, the Colts and Jacksonville Jaguars will be in action on Sunday at 1pm. As you heard Coach and I discuss earlier, the Colts have not beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Florida since 2014. Both teams are at 3-2. One has to walk away a winner one has to walk away a loser i have to walk away right now for network indiana sports i'm sam fritz
1: welcome back everyone this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network high school football tonight south putnam is number six in single eight they beat cascade tonight 27 17 for the isc sports network kurt darling on the call of the game it's a pretty good game really two real good football teams tonight sam I mean, Kurt, sorry.
4: Yeah. No, you're good. Uh, No, yeah, first off, uh, yeah, uh, good. I'm I'm privileged to work with Sam Fritz in the WIBC and Network Indiana newsroom. So yeah, right. definitely glad to see uh, getting yeah. some accolades there. But uh, anyway, Coach, uh, this was uh, this was by far the best game I think I've called all season. It was oh, okay. a heck of a game, back and forth. Obviously, it is a rainy, wet mess out here for most high school football games tonight. So that certainly played a factor this evening in this ball game. But Cascade coming into this game five and three on the year. South Putnam seven and one. They've been rolling over. Everybody, why they why that's why they're uh, number six in class one. A but this was actually a scoreless game at the end of the first quarter. The first touchdown was not scored until the second quarter when Brady Trebley, the quarterback for Cascade, was able to engineer a fantastic drive and get a two yard keeper himself to make it a seven nothing game. And then Cascade, on top of that, was able to force an early fumble and that would set up a field goal, the first of the season scored by the cadets this season. Mm That would make it ten nothing at halftime. Chase Snar headed from 32 yards out there. But coach, this game was not over yet. Though South Putnam made some adjustments in the second half, and they were able to move down the field midway through the third quarter to get a big score from Wyatt Mullen, who is one of the better quarterbacks in Class 1A this season. He hit his wide receiver Schweitzer from about 32 yards out to put at least something on the board to make it a three-point deficit midway through the third quarter. But then. On their next drive, after forcing a three and out on Cascade, they would go up 14 to 10. So 14 unanswered points there for South Putnam at that juncture. But then after that, another costly turnover by Cascade midway through on downs. That would set up another touchdown Another touchdown drive for South Putnam to make it 20 going into the fourth quarter. But... Cascade wasn't done yet. They would move down the field quickly and efficiently, and then Brady Trebley goes through the air to hit Toby Savini from 22 yards out to make it 20-17 to 17 after the PAT. Then Cascade recovers their own onside kick, with two minutes left mm. to go in the ball game. <laughs> Unfortunately, Cascade, they would fumble it as they move down into the red zone and South Putnam is able to steal a win to move to eight and one on the year coach. It was a fantastic ball game.
1: Sounds like it was. You were getting pretty excited on the replay for heaven's sakes. <laughs> I, I can imagine how you were alive. It was, it was
4: a very exciting live coach, and like I said, it was it was just an all-out effort by both of these ball clubs. I right. mean, the, right. obviously there were a couple mistakes on both sides of the ball, but Cascade, you know, they've really built themselves into a really solid program in the Indiana Crossroads Conference, and they're going to have a tough matchup next week in sectional when they take on South Vermillion, who's only lost one game all season long, right. so they're right. going to have their hands full, but of course, South Putnam on the other side, they get to go up against north central of farmersburg in the sectional but if they get through that game coach they run into lutheran which is the best team mm. in 1a this season so right. both teams right. have a tough matchup ahead but both of these teams have been really solid and they showed it tonight
1: kurt darling from the ifc sports network on the call of number six and single a south putnam's 27 17 win over cascade kurt thanks have a great weekend Thanks, Coach. You do the same. We keep it in the ISC sports family. The man himself, Greg Raistrough, the best at what he does. He has the Lawrence North twenty-one-six win over Pike LN, ranked number thirteen in six A. Greg Raistrough, pretty good ball game. We're a very important conference matchup tonight.
3: It is. And Lawrence North, after uh, you know leading Center Grove early in the fourth quarter, well, they didn't hang on to it last week in a seventeen-point loss. I think that told them, hey, you know, you can play with the best teams in the state. Pike is not one of those teams, they're a young and developing program, uh, but Lawrence North did what they needed to do tonight to get a victory to finish mm-hmm. their mixed schedule at four and one to be six and three. And of course both these teams at six A now have kind of a week to rest up and recuperate before then uh, ramping back up for sectional play that kicks off on October the twenty seventh.
1: So it looks to me like weather might have been a factor. Both teams uh, not finding the end zone very often, but it's uh, it's kind of a mess out there tonight. I would say this. Obviously, you know,
3: even like Kurt's game at Cascade was on turf. You got such a preponderance of turf in, in the in the area, so you don't have to worry about the field getting torn up. But you're going to worry about you know the old wet ball drill, so to speak. And, and let's right. face it. These kids have not played in these conditions all year. This is the first kind of rainy weekend, you know, that right. we have had. Right. So it slowed things down. It made the game plan a bit more conservative. But Lawrence North can be a team that can kind of grind it out in terms of both running and defensively. So This is really kind of more of their style of game.
1: You know, the music means we love you, but we have to ask <laughs> you to stay with us. I can handle I mean, that. that sir. What, no, no, that's what it means. We love you. But we have to we have to go. Our player with a heart brought to you by Bex Hybrids. At Bex we are and will remain farmers at a heart.
0: All right, another update ready to go for you today. Bloomington North beating Southport 42 to 14. Tippecanoe Valley defeats Bremen 51 to 16. Edgewood over Brown County 46-6. And Brownstown Central defeating Scottsburg 48-21. Lawrence Central and Carmel, both teams cutting it close. A four-point difference between the two. Lawrence Central wins 21 to 17. Carol Flora blanks Sheridan 24 24- to. 0. Center Grove beats Indianapolis Cathedral, 45-38. High-scoring affair between those two teams in that one. Charlestown beats Eastern Pekin, 28-14. Churubusco fell to Fairfield, 33 to 0. Silver Creek beats Court in Central, 46 to 9. Riverton Park was victorious over Covington, 20 to 6, in a close one. Field goal decided it between Danville and North Montgomery. It was Danville winning, 23 twenty, East Central beats Indianapolis Ron Roncalli forty-one to seven. Lapel and Eastern Hancock once again high-scoring and close. Lapel with the win though, thirty-six to thirty-one. Oakwood keeps Elwood scoreless, sixty-three to zero. Evansville writes in Evansville Matter Day. Close together, but writes with the win 14 to 10. Floyd Central keeps New Albany scoreless 47 to 0. Speaking of scoreless, Fremont beats Fort Wayne Blackhawk 34 to 0. Final one from me Homestead beats Fort Wayne Lures 10 to 7. And in the next 15 minutes, I'll have more scores for you. For No Sports, I'm Sam Fritz.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk a little football. Greg Rakestraw rejoins us from the ISC Sports Network. Lawrence North, 21-6 winners over Pike, LN ranked number 13 and 6A. Greg, sorry for the interruption. You talked about this uh, this well-played game, uh, LN, 21-6 winners. Everybody trying to get a win going into the tournament. Maybe they can use this as a springboard going into the sectional.
3: Absolutely. And, and there is certainly a path potentially winning it for Cathedral. Now, neither game will be easy. They play their rival, Lawrence Central. And obviously when L.N. and L.C. get together, uh, strange mm-hmm. things can happen. It's an L.C. team that clearly got a really big win tonight in terms of knocking off Carmel, 21-17. to And I think there was maybe a, a little bit more expectations for L.C. going into the season. So I, I think that win get, infuses them with confidence playing Lawrence North. If L.N. can get past L.C. in two weeks... Then it's Cathedral, and, and I don't think Cathedral ever sneaks up on anybody. But if there were any doubts about Cathedral, the fact they just put up 38 in the rain on Center Grove tells you that, that uh, you know, Danny feels pretty good. He's going to Colorado for a reason. Right. And that some of the young talent around him have, have, have kind of grown up during the course of this season. But LN, while I, I, I do think maybe their future is brighter next year because they play a lot of juniors on both sides of the ball, They've got enough talent. And they've got enough playmakers where they can be a difference maker this year. Uh, and a guy the state's going to learn about uh, as, as this year continues and future years is Zay Moore. And tonight he goes over 1,000 yards rushing for the season. Bob, he is a freshman. You do that mm. against that level of competition that LN plays. Yikes. That is something yeah, special. Yeah. So, again, their future's really bright. But there's no need to right. wait for next year. This is a team that win a couple of ball games and go deep into the tournament here in 2023.
1: All right, you're joining us tomorrow night, correct? We're going to talk some some ball. Absolutely,
3: I've got Indy Eleven soccer on the road tomorrow night there in San Antonio. Indy has clinched their playoff spot. They will learn their seating at the conclusion of their game tomorrow night. They could be right. the fifth, sixth, or seventh seed. Obviously, there's this little Colts-Jaguars thing we can talk about on Sunday as well. So yeah, we'll I've talk got both a football we'll, and you know football what? to talk with you about tomorrow night.
1: We'll squeeze that in. Greg Regstraw, best at what he does from the ISC Network, uh, win tonight. He has a great win for Lawrence North, twenty-one-six over Pike. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you tomorrow night.
3: You got it, Coach.
1: Westfield, 28-19 winners over Franklin Central. Westfield, number 7 and 6A. There Coach Jake Gilbert joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on a hard-fought win tonight.
5: Yeah, it was it was excellent. That was a kind of a slow start for us, um, and we had to battle back a little bit. And rain and after a long bus ride and all that stuff. Our kids were tough enough to pull it out and get another – second half come from behind win like we have so many times so um we're eight and one i think our schedule is like the second toughest schedule in indiana according to segrens right. so right pretty, pretty proud of uh, our kids and and just done a phenomenal job by our staff tonight i thought we made some great adjustments at half defensively and offensively i think our our coordinator uh, coach slicker he just we dialed up some good plays, and we got a lot of explosive plays for points.
1: Well, you brought it up. You, to do what you're doing uh, takes a mentally tough group of people. I mean, obviously you have to execute, but uh, to do the things you've done, come from behind, playing good teams, winning on the road, that takes a toughness, and uh, not everyone has that toughness.
5: Yeah, I just think we've got a great group of seniors who love each other, and uh, they've been here forever i don't think we have a single move in, in that grade it's just kids that mm-hmm. we've had in youth league and they've grown up here and um they were in kindergarten when i came and we've grown up together and they uh they love our program and they love each other and they've won a ton and they expect to win um so they they find a way you know and i'm really proud of them and i'm uh, proud to be their coach
1: all right, so now you get a chance to take a week off before you begin sectional play. You'll be playing at Carmel uh, when the sectionals in the semifinals. And a uh, good time to have some time off, heal some nagging injuries, get your mind right to play a really difficult opponent.
5: Yeah, we could use the time. We're pretty beat up on defense. Um, we got five takeaways tonight, but we had a lot of new guys in there. And it's the first time we mm-hmm. played. Five sophomores, pretty significant time, and uh, I was pleased to get those results with that young of a, a defense out there. So I'm right. Well, I'm welcoming the time off for our guys to heal uh, and, and take a breath. It's just such a grind week after week in this conference. So we certainly uh, could use some time to exhale, and we'll have some fun tomorrow or next week and uh, learn about. We, we do some character and team building and. And then we'll get to Carmel um, the week after that.
1: Westfield forty nine, excuse me, twenty eight nineteen winners over Franklin Central. Westfield number seven and six A. Jake Gilbert, congratulations again. Good luck in a couple of weeks.
5: Thanks, Bob. Appreciate you.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Centerville with another win i've said that quite a bit they are number 10 in single eight tonight they beat Knightstown 49 to 3 coach ryan cole joins me coach ran the table did you not with this win
6: we did we did Finished 9-0 and
1: that's impressive i <laughs> mean that's also an understatement but that that is listen that is impressive stuff for you and your kids congratulations
6: Thank you you know it's been it was and tonight was senior night so it was a special night special group of seniors and you know they've mm-hmm. they've done a great job all year and great leaders great character we got a really great culture in our locker room and um, yeah just really proud of this team and, and love these boys and it was awesome to see them be able to accomplish this it was only the second time in school history that a team has gone undefeated in the regular season so it was a great accomplishment and uh, just proud of the seniors and then their whole team.
1: Well, as you should be. Uh, but, you know, think back now when you first got together you know, and started to talk about what the summer would be about, what practice would be about. These kids, did you did you talk about stay, running the table? Did you talk about going 8-0? I'm sure you talked about winning a sectional, a conference championship, but did you talk about this? All of you. Well, you know, we uh, conference
6: championship and a sectional championship; those are two of our, our big goals. And um, you know, I, we knew if we could win a conference, we'd maybe had a chance at a, at a undefeated season because we have a pretty heavy conference schedule. But um, you know, these things they're hard to come by. And and then coach in coaching a while, and then just it's, it's always hard to run the table like this. So it's, it was a, a lot of fun. It's been a great great season, and now we're we're just excited for the, the tournament next week.
1: As you should be. Who are you playing next week? We drew Lawrenceburg. Okay, so, all right. Lawrenceburg state
6: state runner up last year in three A. Um, we we've got it. We've got a really tough sectional with Lawrenceburg and Batesville and South Dearborn. So um, we know we got our work cut out for us. It's it's a you know we, we know we got a, our goal is to win the sectional championship, not just win one game. So we, we don't really care when we. We got to play Lawrenceburg, but it's going to be right out of the gate, and it's right, going to be a right. dog fight, and uh, and we're at home, so we're excited about that. Excited to host, and um, just you know, really excited to see how good we really are.
1: Coach, who plays well for you tonight?
6: Our quarterback Jake Tinkle. He had just under three hundred yards passing, four touchdowns, and then Nathan Dickinson, tight end. He had two hundred and two receiving yards and two touchdowns. Um, those two really stuck stuck out tonight and just had big nights. Um, but, you know, our, our defense played really well, only gave up three. Um, but those, those are the top two guys for sure.
1: Well, tonight, Centerville goes undefeated in regular season. They uh, go 49-3 winners over Knightstown. Coach Ryan Cole, thank you so much. Good luck next week. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. That's impressive. Undefeated regular season. We have much more football to talk about when we come back. Greg Barrett from South Vermillion will join us. We'll talk about his team's win, big win tonight. Don't forget, we always need your help. Send us those uh, texts, uh, excuse me, send us pictures, scores, video, at IND Sports Talk, hashtag IST. This is... India sports talk.
0: Alright, for this update, let's start with a list of Evansville scores. Perhaps the most dominant of them, Evansville North, in their victory over Evansville Central. A cool 72-0 win for North. Evansville Bossy beats Evansville Harrison, 48-13. Evansville Wrights over Evansville Matterday, 14-10. And then Castle coming into the mix, defeating Evansville Memorial, 24-21. How about some Fort Wayne scores? Let's go from Southern Indiana to Northern Indiana. Carroll, Fort Wayne beating Fort Wayne North 52-14. Fort Wayne Northrop defeated Fort Wayne South 35-17. Fort Wayne Snyder over Fort Wayne Wayne 37-0. Moving on to non-city specific scores. Frankfurt fell to Crawfordsville 44-12 in favor of Crawfordsville there. Decatur keeps Franklin scoreless 36-0. Frankton defeating Black Forty-seven to six. Garrett beats Central Noble twenty-two to seven. Greenfield Central was up over Newcastle forty-four to twenty. Wheeler beating Griffith twenty-seven to six. Close game. Touchdown. Separating these two, Hagerstown beats Northeastern 27 to 20. Brownsburg over Hamilton Southeastern, like we said earlier, 21 to 14 in that game. Hanover beating Hammond I'm sorry, Hanover Central beating Hammond Central 35 to zero. Another zero score. Boone Grove defeats Hammond Knoll 47 to zero. Another update in 15. Until then, for Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz.
1: Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Let's talk a little high school football, if we can. Tom Dilley, the head coach at Garen Catholic, joins us. Garen beats Culver Academy 32-7. to Coach, congratulations on an impressive win for you and your kids tonight.
7: Uh, thanks, Bob. The kids played hard and uh, executed pretty well, and uh, we're excited to get on to the playoffs.
1: You make it sound simple. <laughs> I mean, if kids will play hard and execute and coaches will coach, you got a chance.
7: Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes we make it pretty complicated, but it, a lot of times it is pretty simple. Not easy, but simple. So uh, a very good Culver team that is has, has very well coached and, and, and has a lot of good players. But uh, our guys took control of it pretty early, and uh, um, the, the elements were a little bit of a factor. But uh, I thought our kids overall played pretty well.
1: So was weather a factor in this thing tonight? Was it? I mean, I know the rain, and, but it ha- yeah. was it any kind of factor for you?
7: Yeah, towards the end of the first half, it started coming down pretty good, and it was hard to do much of anything uh, other than run the ball. Right. And, um, we were able to do that pretty well late in this first half, and we were able to stop them from doing so, so we were able to put some distance between us. We also had a real key onside kick after our first score. Uh, we saw the opening and took a shot at it, and Converted that and got, you know, kind of uh, got them on their heels a little bit and were able to put another score up. And, and then from there, the kids took control.
1: All right. Who steps up and plays well for you tonight, Coach? Well, Aaron Keller has
7: been a, just a fantastic right. uh, at safety for us all year. And he, uh, uh, you know, same thing tonight. And he recovered the onside kick, but also was just all over the place defensively. About thought Dylan Vargas, a linebacker, played really well. Sure, a lot of other guys, um, you know, as we watch the film, will stand out. But offensively, I thought our quarterback Ryan Zimmerman played, played really well, especially considering the uh, elements. Some key catches by Hayden Clare and mm-hmm. uh, Malcolm Howells on the outside. Chase Reed, uh, primarily a linebacker, played just a little bit of tight end and caught a big touchdown pass. Uh, and then our two our two running backs continue to run really hard. Uh, Peter Rooney and Jack Linden. Uh, offensive line did a nice job jacob dumas the sophomore had to step in for an injury tonight and acquitted himself well and uh the whole group the whole group did a nice job
1: all right who are you playing next week uh
7: peru very good peru team they'll uh, you know, mm-hmm. um play them at their place play them at their place and uh, uh it's gonna be a big challenge hopefully we can uh get ready and and uh, give them a good game
1: I think it will be a challenge. They've had a great. They've had, as have you. They've had a great run this year. I mean, they're yeah. really. I think it's a fantastic matchup. Quite frankly, uh, from my perspective, yeah, I think it's great. From yours, <laughs> you know, yeah. your, your kids are going to have to to respond.
7: Sure, no, no doubt. I mean, pretty much anybody you face in our section, well, it's going to be a really, really good team. And um, we know Peru's a great team, having a great season, and it's going to be a heck of a challenge. So, need to have a great week of practice, and and. Um, Hopefully uh, be prepared and travel well, and this a, may be a good preparation for that. We are on the road to Culver tonight, so another fairly long trip next week, but uh, we'll do our best.
1: Darren Catholic with a great win tonight. Uh, it's it's one of those things they just keep doing doing well. Tom Dilly 32-7, the final over Culver Academy. Tom, thank you so much for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Greg Barrett from South Vermillion joins me. South Vermillion, another impressive win uh, th- th- tonight, Coach Barrett. Thank you so much for the call. Congratulations on the win.
8: Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it. Uh, tried to get a hold of you last week. It's sometimes it's hard to get in there, and uh, it's okay. but, uh, yeah. So always always enjoy talking to you on a Friday night, especially if there's a W there but uh it was, it was a wet wet uh very sloppy game tonight so we're glad it's over and we're glad we got it in
1: a lot of w's for you guys right now you're putting some things together at the right time are you not
8: we are we just you know we just won the conference tonight outright which was which was huge uh you know we are playing well um it's you know which is what you want going into playoffs and. We we have a very good opponent next week, and we're on the road, so um, you know that's going to be tough. And but 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 we are playing you know where we you know where you're supposed to at this point in time in the year, and that's mm-hmm. your best football.
1: All right. So uh, obviously tonight, defensively, you were you were powerful. You kept uh, Attica out of the end zone. Very impressive win. So tell me, who plays well for you tonight in this win, Coach?
8: Well, I think we played our O line and D line played well tonight. They played really good up front. Uh, you know, uh, they're a passing team, and they—they they, it was mm-hmm. obviously just pouring down rain, and then it was just tough for for them tonight. And uh, but I, I think our defense played well. We created some turnovers, took advantage of some turnovers, some good special teams plays. Uh, but overall, we we played well. We we were just happy to get through it and uh, you know get ready to move on to the. Uh, playoffs next week and um and and, you know kind of get dialed in for that but i think overall they all play pretty well nobody really stood out tonight um uh, but our o-line and our d-line where will you be next week we're at cascade a very good football team they play in a tough conference they run the wing t offense uh they do a really good job uh we'll have our hands full uh, but we're excited we're on the road um so we're we're, you know it's going to be a tough matchup but uh you know we're looking forward to it
1: eight and one regular season coach is pretty impressive
8: yeah we're we're excited where we're at it's um it's been it's been a a good couple of years uh we just you know now it's time to to take that next level and make a uh, make a statement in the playoffs um, and you know, in our sectional, is really tough. I do believe anybody in our sectional can win it, um, and it's going to be a good one. So we got—we're going to have our hands full next week, but we're up for the challenge. Right.
1: Greg Barrett, the head coach at South Vermillion, they beat Attica tonight, forty-eight nothing. Coach, thanks so much for the call, and good luck next week.
8: Hey, coach, thank you very much, and thanks to all those teams that participated in the Tackle Cancer campaign as well. We got our last game tomorrow, and it's Rose Holman. And I think they play Bluffton College, so uh, they you know, I just yep. want to get that shout out there and thank everybody.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for doing this, and thanks for taking time to call me. Thanks, coach. Have a good night. You're welcome. Thank you. Balin Height from WRSW on the call of Tippecanoe Valleys, 51 16 win over Bremen, Tippy Valley number 7 in 3A. Balen, thanks so much for the calls. Very impressive win. Great way to wrap up the regular season for Tippy Valley tonight. Yeah, they go
9: nine and zero for the first time since 2021, which isn't that long ago. Wow. Uh, but a, a pretty considerable gap in between the prior would-be five seasons of uh, an undefeated regular season. And not all undefeated seasons built the same way. Valley in a transition year this season before they join the Indiana Northern State Conference. Next year, Bremen, a team they'll see uh, moving forward, but pretty impressive when you look at the schedule and the difference between what Valley played in seasons past, coming from the TRC, to what they did as an independent this season.
1: So, obviously, in a game like this tonight, offensively, they were literally unstoppable, it seems.
9: Yeah, you could tell pretty early on that this Tippecanoe Valley offensive line that has uh, really propelled the success of this offense. Most teams built on the run. exception, uh, It's not an exception for Valley. And the interesting wrinkle in all of this, though, is Tippecanoe Valley coming into tonight without their top three leading rushers. All down because of injury. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago after their win against West Lafayette. Parker, who went over 260 yards, he has not been available for the Vikings the last two weeks, so it's been a number of guys that have stepped up, but I do have to give a shout out to Wyatt Hart, who was playing junior varsity ball on Monday night. He scored six touchdowns in that game, and <laughs> tonight he breaks the century mark and scores four wow. touchdowns tonight. So a week of football for Wyatt Hart is what it's been—ten uh, touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> that's
1: a that's a great great story. Seriously, who do they play next week in the uh, in the tournament?
9: So, no favors next week. It's Bishop Shattard. This is uh, quite the matchup in the first round. That sectional 28, which uh, right. Coach Dilly from Garen Catholic's competing in. He talked about Peru. They have an unblemished mark. Uh, Garen's been fantastic. Shattard's been fantastic. Real arguments that there could be the state champion out of uh, that sectional 28.
1: Balin Height from WRSW, Tippecanoe Valley 51 16 winners over Bremen. Balin, thanks. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Coach.
0: Alright, more scores from me. Harrison, West Lafayette beats Richmond 42-6. Heritage defeated Jay County 28-6. New Haven beats Huntington North 47-12. Another 12-point score here. Muncie Central beats Indianapolis Tech 41-12. to Indianapolis Washington was victorious over Indianapolis Tinley 20-14. Crystal House Manual beating Irvington Prep Academy 68-0. Another zero-score game. Jasper. For beating Vincennes Lincoln 13-0, to our first overtime score of the night, and it is a double OT as Jennings County and Jeffersonville. It took two overtime periods for them to decide that Jennings County would walk away the winners 28-27. Two overtime quarters is the word I was looking for. All right. South Bend Riley beats Jimtown 24-12. John Glenn beating South Bend Washington at 53-20. Centerville defeats Knightstown 49-0. Knox puts up two quarters, as in 50, to Caston's 0. Lafayette-Jefferson beats Kokomo 34-21. Valparaiso victorious over Lake Central 47-7. River Forest also beats Lake Station 62-6. And in a forfeit victory, Providence High School goes undefeated on the season 9-0 as the North Harrison Cougars forfeited at halftime. Providence winning thirty-five to zero in just two quarters. You have another fifteen. I know you have a five-minute update for me in fifteen minutes for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Proud to say my broadcast partner, Paul Condry, from the pairing show last Sunday, joins me. You know him not only from his great work on the pairing show, but he's an inductee into the Indiana Football Hall of Fame, rightfully so, Uh, founder and... um, of the region radio sports network, publisher of the Indiana Football Digest, also an inductee in the Indiana Football—excuse me, Indiana Sports Writers and Sportscasters Hall of Fame. Fantastic job, Sunday Paul. Really, really, it was an honor working with you. It's a joy to be there and watch you in action. Great
10: to be with you, Coach. A busy night of high school football, wrapping up the regular season up here. A wet and wild one here at Viking Field at 2727 North Campbell Street here in Porter County at Valparaiso. Vikings just flexed their muscles behind that big offensive line. And, of course, that's a group that returned four of the five from a year ago state championship team. Uh, big Matt Holfer doing the job. DeAndre Pice, Grant Anderson, Caleb Schart, the big boys up front. Uh, catapult this Valparaiso team to a record of 7-2 and two as they rushed off for 293 yards tonight against Lake Central. Lake Central playing shorthanded was uh, without their run- Star tailback Xavier Williams, uh, the Iowa commit, that didn't get a chance to play. Neither did their starting quarterback, but wouldn't have made a difference. Valparaiso, just ran rough shot. The three turnovers for Lake Central uh, didn't help matters much. Valparaiso turned those uh, all three of those mm-hmm. turnovers into scores. The Running clock in the third quarter. A lot of kids getting a lot of playing time, which is always wonderful mm-hmm. to get to see those second and thirds, and maybe even those fourth stringers get some action in a in a conference game. But it was all Valparaiso tonight, forty-seven to seven. Then they'll take on their arch rival. Chesterton in the first round of the playoffs against uh, Chesterton at Chesterton. And, of course, these team, teams have played uh, uh, two, or three to- or two times, three times of the last four years where they've played twice, mm-hmm. once in the playoffs. And in all those games, they've been close. So this should be uh, deja vu all over again.
1: Yeah, and I think obviously the winner of that game has a great chance to go on and play for a 5A championship.
10: But well, that certainly was the, the effort last year. Valparaiso beat Chesterton 14-7 uh, in to the, in the first round of the playoffs, and they were fortunate to win the sectional. Then they picked up big wins against Maryville and Formane-Snyder. And of course, that thriller in Whiteland and uh, the state championship game is one uh, for the ages. But... Certainly, it's the Valparaiso team that seems to be getting better as the season progresses, and uh, off defensively was probably the biggest surprise. They had a whole bunch of holes to fill defensively, and they have set up, stepped up admirably throughout the course of the season. And I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be a tough out for whoever's going to have to draw them in the five A postseason tournament championship tournament.
1: I would agree with you. Well, great job last weekend. You were fantastic. Well, I appreciate it,
10: Coach. It's always a blast to be able to hang out with you and the commission. I tell you what, the the staff there just did a great job. Love the way Heath you know, Shanahan's puts the project together. We just had a blast. You can't ask for m- much more fun than sitting around talking about American tackle football for two hours. You can always count me in for that gig.
1: And you got slobber knocker in in the first 30 seconds, so that's an impressive night.
10: It was, and we had one tonight too, Coach.
1: (laughs) Paul Condry will join us tomorrow night wrapping up week number nine and looking ahead to the first round of the sectionals. Join us tomorrow night for that. Paul, thanks. Be safe. I'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. Great to be with you. Thank you. Coming up, we got more football to go. We've got plenty of football to go. Short break. we got a uh, top of the hour scoreboard update coming up soon. Glad you're with us talking about football. Don't forget, again, to join us for our Saturday night version. Not only Paul Condry, but we'll be talking about some college football on our show tomorrow night, Saturday night on Indiana Sports Talk. We're back after this short break. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Whiteland beats Greenwood tonight, twenty-eight twenty-four. Mid-State Conference action. Darren Fisher joins me. Coach, congratulations on a great conference win tonight.
2: Boy, it was a uh, it was a battle. A great Greenwood played their tails off. It was, it was a great football game.
1: Well, and you know it's a big county rival, conference rival. A lot on the line here. Trying to get a win going into the tournament, so th- this is an important night for both teams.
2: Yeah, it, it really was. I, we, we just, I mean, Whiteland almost beat Whiteland tonight. I, it, it uh, too many penalties. <laughs> uh, dead right. ball, not lined up right. Had a fumble the football right. once. Um, you know, all in all, we we were down seven and a half. We came out and, and tied the game, and then it was kind of back and mm-hmm. forth. And we took the lead. With, right, we took the lead with two and a half minutes left, and then Greenwood had wow. a fifteen-play drive, and and literally the best catch I've seen. And I've been coaching high school football for thirty-four years. Mm-hmm. That was their young man made the greatest catch I've ever seen at the three-yard line, and uh, luckily we were able to force a fumble on the next play. And recover the football, and then we were able to knee the clock out. But uh, it went from, it went from certain doom. I'm so proud of our kids. They, you know, we 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 just we called a timeout, and, and our defense coordinator John Preston told him, hey, you know, I hope you believe in yourselves because I believe in you. And they went right back out.
6: And <laughs> uh,
2: Scott Harden, Scott Harden made a great play, and right. and we recovered the ball at the three yard line. So it was. Um, it was, it was kind of a back-and-forth game. They played great right, on offense. Right. Um, we, we ran the ball well. We, we had to kind of find the missing piece, and it was a fight the whole night. It was a struggle. It was a fight the whole night, and we, we made one more we, – we won one more moment than they did, literally one more moment in a dead even heat. We just made one more play.
1: Greenwood, Whiteland. Whiteland wins this one 28-24. Aaron Fisher, thanks for the call. Congratulations on the win. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Staying in the mid-states conference, since the conference I played in back in the day. Martinsville beats Plainfield tonight, 13 to 6. Brian Duggar joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. You know I love you, but I do not like talking about my beloved Quakers taking one on the chin hey i understand it bob i get it and
9: that's uh that's a really really good football team coach bless is doing a great job and man they're they're big and tough and uh that was just a fun game and and a lot of hard hitting
1: going on tonight yeah uh yeah i mean every time you know you get in conference play this time of year they're going to be big you win the conference championship with this win so congratulations Hey, thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. You know,
9: we uh, our, our kids. Um, you know, we, we lost our, our conference opener to Greenwood, um, and, and the conference has just been crazy all year. Like who's beating who? And uh, you know, it, it's really, really just a lot of parody. Uh, but our kids, right. even from that moment on, said, "Well, if we went out, we're still conference champs." So uh, that, that that was their 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 right. idea, and that was their thought. And hey, they came to right. work every day, and uh, they're just Coach? they're an awesome group to be yeah. around. And and we're really, really proud of them. Right.
1: Hang on here through this uh, short break, okay? Yep, sounds good.